Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Supernatural Quest Seekers podcast, where we set out to make the supernatural become actual. I'm Austin. And I'm Teddy, a.k.a. Big Papa Fluff. And we're your host with the motherfucking ghost. back back in the sack what's up what's up everybody so how you feeling i'm chilling chilling feeling good how are you i'm doing good we got a, uh, we got some good things planned ahead huh <clears throat> we do we have a lot of good stuff coming up uh the next couple months yeah especially in november we're uh we're planning on doing a three-day escapade I guess you can call it a three-day escapade. Yeah, I'd call it a menage a trois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, what we got planned for the next uh, in the next couple of months, we're planning on going to a few different places. Um, planning on going to the Black Swan Inn. We're planning on going to Yorktown Memorial Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was the third one? The Magnolia Hotel in Seguin, Texas. In Seguin, Texas. Yeah. And they're all kind of in the same tri-state area. Yeah, they're like an hour and 45 minutes away from each other. Yeah. So they're like, they're like suburbs of the San Antonio area, area. kind of, sort of. But yeah, everything everything there is really, really good. There's a lot of history uh, a lot area. of history, dude. One of the crazy things is that whole San Antonio area. They said it was like a big in like the Comanches and yeah. Indians and. Well, I mean, not only that, but you have like the Battle of Alamo. Um, yeah. There's just so much historical stuff that's happened in that area of Texas, and I mean, yeah, go figure. Of course, it's going to be Haunt, some residual yeah, hauntings, something, you know, yeah. with all the the unmarked burial sites they have. All over, All over place. that place. It's going to be, hopefully it's going to be pretty intense for us. It'll be the most uh, exhilarating investigation we've had so far. Yeah, so so the goal is to what? The plan is to hit the, was it Magnolia Hotel? You want to start there? We'll start there and then we'll hit on the 11th, we'll hit up the, the, the Black Swan Inn. The Black Swan. And, and then, then on the 12th, we're going to go ahead and hit a Yorktown, Yorktown Memorial. Yeah. And out of all three of them, honestly, the one I'm more stoked for is going to be the the Magnolia. Really? Yeah. I'm super excited know, for like, Yorktown. Yorktown too, but just like some of the history I was reading up on and like the different owners and like that place started out as like a little cabin almost. And then it grew into like this hotel, two-story hotel. You talking about the Magnolia? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you. I was reading the stuff that you had on it, and there's been so many different owners 
throughout history. A lot of tragedy throughout each ownership too. Yeah, just there were so many different things that happened there. As um, who was the first owner? It was a a Texas Ranger, and he was in the battle of I think they said they called it the Council House fight, and they ended up uh, the Comanches targeted him, brutally murdered him, stabbed him twenty seven times, scalped him, robbed him of his horse, and left him for dead. No, the horse got it easy. <laughs> the horse got it easy. <laughs> so that was like right around this. That was right around the area. It wasn't exactly there, but it was in the area. And that was just the start because, I mean, he was the first owner of the place. Well, his cabin, they're saying it's like actual, like part of the. Yeah, the hotel. The hotel yeah, right? that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like the hotel, it started out as a little cabin and eventually grew into this hotel. That's crazy. Like, it just started out something small, and then next thing you know, it was a hotel. And, it, and after it was a cabin, it turned into a stage a stagecoach station. Yeah. So, yeah, then there's just, there's so many murders that happened there, and just, it was, it was a jail at one point. Yeah, I read that part. Um, yeah, I think just that whole region in general, with everything that happened throughout history, like, even, like, the mounds of bodies that they put that were unmarked, and then they started building stuff on top of them. Like, no one knows how many... How many graves how many, you yeah, disturbed or yeah, anything like, like that. Especially at the Black Swan, that's literally built on top of a burial mound, you know? So there's a lot of activity there. Yeah, that's what's... Yeah, it's just there's a lot of activity in that general area. How far is the Black Swan from... The Magnolia. Um, I'd say probably about like at most two hours. Yorktown's closer. Yorktown's like an hour and a half from uh, from San Antonio. Um, but Yorktown to Seguin is probably maybe like an hour, 15, hour and 30 tops, if that. No. So it's all, it's all like in the, in the area. You know, it's not, they're not far away, but. I know I've seen, too, the Black Swan Inn is listed as one of the top 10 most haunted places in Texas. Yeah, it's, uh, I was watching a lot of documentaries on it, uh, like a lot of news clippings and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's a hot spot, you know, like if you're, if you're yeah, in the paranormal crazy. field, like that's one place you would want to go and to. And it's crazy to think that that's what they, like the main utilization for the Black Swan is for weddings and yeah. events. Even to this day. Like, you can have, like, parties and events there. And that's what it's mainly known for. A lot of people don't realize that there has, like, a haunted history. Yeah, that's that's crazy. One of the things I read up to on is they said there's a child spirit that likes to, I guess, play pranks on other children when they have parties. At the Black Swan? Yeah, at the Black Swan. Ooh. So. See if they go uh, <laughs> do some crazy stuff with us. We're gonna have to take some like kids' toys and stuff. Yeah, that too. And I see another one of the ghosts that haunts there was uh, Park Street. His name was Park Street. Yeah. That was the one of the guy's name. He lived there. He was probably one of the last people to live there from what was it like around like the 1960s era. But his his partner had passed away from cancer and he ended up committing suicide oh he yeah hung himself, he hung, he hung himself, himself in the bed frame the bed frame yeah. with his own belt yeah and then even at that they rolled it as a suicide but yeah and then but they're saying i don't know uh, 
they said like was it a murder but yeah, they wrote it as a suicide so why would that even be the question like, from what i well, from what i heard was so he committed suicide supposedly but he had his hands tied and then he he hung himself with his uh, necktie uh, on the on the bed frame so typically like in, i mean if you're going to you know commit suicide why like, would you you're not going to how are you going to tie, tie your hands tie your hands and then hang yourself at yeah, the same time like it's it's kind of hard to do that so that's that was a big thing too, and I know when they did the autopsy, the the medical examiner, whoever was there at the time, that they ruled it as a suicide, and a lot of people thought it was weird. Yeah. But I guess the it was grief, kind of they kind of they, brushed they, it. They, they played it off as if it was grief from yeah. his partner passing away. Yeah. So with that spot, when you so a lot of the investigators when they go there and and they're asking questions. Um, Supposedly, there's a woman dressed in white, which is supposed to be his wife. His partner, yeah. And every time you ask her something about what happened, she she just doesn't want to talk about it. Like, she, she brushes off the question and I guess eventually, like, gets upset, like, with whoever's asking it and, like, she'll just leave. Hmm. I don't know. So far, I have a pretty good track record in getting <laughs> female voice EVPs or... Communicating through the S box. Oh yeah, they like to call your name a lot. So help me, Austin. <laughs> help us. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully we can get some good stuff. The one thing that I'm super stoked about at that location is the psychomantium room, because that that's gonna be crazy. And for those of you who don't know what a psychomantium is, it's um, I mean you can you can do it in a room, you can do it in any general area, really. But you set up mirrors. So typically there's going to be a mirror in front of you uh, that you're going to be looking into. There's a mirror behind you that's doing that's reflecting um, the image from in front of you, from the front mirror. And most times there's a mirror above you. So it creates kind of like a portal where spirits can come in and out and interact with you. And they you. have a room like that there? They have a room like that there. Yeah, it's, it's probably that. like, it's a super small room. It's just enough for like, the desk that holds the front, um, the front mirror. Uh-huh. Then there's the chair that you sit in, and then there's a mirror behind you on the wall, and then there's one above you. Oh, that's trippy. And then the door. The crazy thing is, they they had to take the lock and the door handle off the door because people were getting locked in there by nobody. What? Yeah, like whatever spirits were there were locking people inside that psycho the psychomantium room, and they couldn't get out. So what they did is they just completely took the whole doorknob and locks off. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there in the dark. There's there's nothing in there but you and the mirrors. And they say, like, as you're sitting there and you're looking in the mirror at your own reflection, like, your your image starts to, like... Manifest itself or what? Like, it just... It's, like, it's, oh, people, people have said, like, they see, or, like, their face melting off. Yeah. Distorted. Yeah. Or they've seen images of other people that... That it's supposed to be the reflection, but it's yeah. someone completely different. Different, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people say that they see the man that supposedly committed suicide. Like he has like an angry face and it looks like he's like screaming at you. But there's it's 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 a lot of different stuff. And a lot of people that come out of there after a while, usually they'll stay like five, ten minutes. They're like super exhausted after that. They're like just fatigued. And it takes them a while just to kind of, you know, get out of the funk after. Yeah. Dude, like fatigue, man. Like, I don't know. It's crazy because when we were at a, 
when we were at the Las Cruces jail, how much like we started getting angry and yeah, and then I mean it. It was only, I don't know, probably like five minutes. I guess I would assume. Yeah. I don't remember that part, but afterwards, I just felt like I didn't want to be there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, dude, you're just like I, I just want to get out of here. I don't want to be here no more. And then we didn't even realize how much evidence we caught while we were there. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good night. And then. After so after we, after that the other place we're going to is what Yorktown. Mm-hmm. That's York- where you really want to go is Yorktown. Yeah, Yorktown Memorial Hospital. Uh, that was the place I was telling you last time. It was run by a group of nuns mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, and they didn't believe about. Uh, well, they didn't believe in like modern medicine. They did everything kind of old, school. like old remedies and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, like. I don't know. You know what? It kind of. And I'm, I don't want to say this because <laughs> I don't want this group of people to come after me because they've been known to do it in the past with a lot of people. That's but I've seen, I was reading up that like they say the nuns there, like when you're, they say they don't, they frown upon people with tattoos, and a lot of times yeah. they attach to you. It's like, uh, like to me, I kind of think of them like. Scientologists <laughs> for <laughs> nuns, <laughs> for nuns, yeah. Like, if there's just like a group of Scientology yeah, nuns out there, Catholic freaking you think about like Pope, Pope crazy women jumping on couches like Tom Cruise, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it, it, the whole story is crazy, and it what's wild is it, it's abandoned, it's, it's been abandoned for a long time. So, when you go on these investigations, they're like, they tell you. To put a sign up front, like, hey, yeah, there's... that's a right that put a sign There's up, an investigation or, or a private tour going on at the time. But, I mean, who's going to... Like, if there's yeah. people that want to get in, they're going to get in. That's you know? what I don't want to happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely, because it's one thing investigating the paranormal, and then there's another thing with dealing with actual live people. Dude, and, like, the prices for some of these places, you would think that they would put some effort into the security of the building. And that's how it was for the Lincoln County Jail. If you've been to Waverly, that's how it is at Waverly. Like you can tell there's security there. Yeah. And there's not people just going to be able to come in the side doors or the back doors. And well, I mean, it's a really dilapidated, a dilapidated place. You know, the the county or the state's not going to put in the money to kind of revitalize it. It's a historical, you know, place. But they're not going to, you know, go over the top to to do renovations and stuff and kind of keep it up to date with, with everything, you know, like that thing, eventually it's going to fall rot, apart rot into the ground. Yeah. You know, turn but it, into it, has, a hotel, man. it has a lot of history it turn into a hotel. <laughs> Imagine that's what I heard. There was rumors about that for Waverly for a while that they were going to turn it into a hotel. Dude, that if they do that, <laughs> that's like the shining. It's like the shining right there, but like probably worse, you know, you'll probably have, Waverly, over like 30,000 people died there, I think. This here at Yorktown, we got 2,000. Well, but even there bad. at that Yorktown, it just seems that it was like you said, deaths that probably occurred that didn't have to occur just because they were going by old remedies. And yeah. Things like there that. There was a nurse there, um, if I remember the story correctly. So there was a nurse there that worked there. And she would take her daughter with her to work. She got approval from from the higher-ups there at the hospital because she didn't have money for, like, babysitters and stuff like that. So she would take her to work with her, and her one night her daughter just went missing, 
And she end, they ended up finding her, like she got murdered like, while she was on her shift. So they say that's one of the spirits that, that haunted is, is the little girl, the nurse's little girl. Yeah. And uh, I don't know exactly what happened to her mom. I think she, if, I, if I'm thinking correctly, she committed suicide shortly after that, but I might be wrong. I think I read something something along those lines. Another one was the doctor there. I read some shit. I read some stuff. Dude, that, no, that, that, it's not just one doctor. There's, oh, there's there several. There's several doctors. doctors. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy the stuff that they were allowed to get away with. That's what I, I seen. One of the doctors there. They said his name was was it Doctor Leon Norwerski or something. Yeah, like, something German. Or, but they said that he accidentally slit someone's throat. While performing surgery on their, was it like their the trachea, the trachea area? area? Yeah. And he accidentally slit their throat and they bled out. Yeah. He's probably like trying to put gauze in there. Like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> right? stop bleeding. It's not bleeding. Dr. Death. We're supposed to do that. You're going to be okay. You seen Dr. Death? The, sh- the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was wild. That was a good show. Uh, shout out to uh, the dude from Dawson's Creek. I forgot his name. And uh, Alec Baldwin. Even though he accidentally shot someone? Yeah, we won't talk about that, though. <laughs> oh, that's funny. One of my favorite actors. He's a good guy. I don't know him personally, but... Yeah, there was a lot of children that died there, too. At Yorktown? Yeah, Yorktown. They said there was children that died. There's, just, there's a ghost there. Apparently, her name is Stacy. That She's one of the more interactive ghosts in the hospital. And her favorite book was The Pokey Little Puppy. And guess who gave it to her? Dr. Leon... Norwowski. Interesting. Same one who accidentally slid his throat. The Pokey Puppy. That sounds like something that would come out of Harry Potter. Right? Like Tales of Beetle the Bard. <laughs> <laughs> Babbity Rabbity and the whatever stump. But yeah, when it comes to the nuns, they said, oh, the, I forget, what was it? The the Felician, the Felician, the Felician sisters? Was that the sound? Those right? nurses? They were the nuns. There's a few nuns, and they're known to still be hanging around. <clears throat> But the stories say that they don't like people that have tattoos, and they like to choke, scratch, and rush at individuals. Wow. Well, that rules. I mean, we're gonna see some activity. You know, I'm hoping <laughs> because of that, because we got a lot of tattoos. We'll see. I don't. There's never, there's never anything that good that comes out of a, a place that's haunted by nuns. Oh, dude! And then there was a double homicide there. What? Yes, a double hi- a homicide, which is one of the most violent incidents that occurred there. And oh. they said there's still blood on the walls that you can see. No way. Yes. They didn't bother to clean that up. Nah, it says one of the most violent incidents that ever occurred truly left its mark in the most literal way. It was a love, <laughs> it was a love triangle between an employee, a co-worker, and a patient. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I did read nurse, about that. A nurse and two patients... Both cases, the women was caught in the boiler room with one lover, so I'm assuming it was a male nurse with two patients. And it says right there, basically, he stabbed the woman several times, killing her. The man she was with managed to wrestle the knife away and the attacker and ended up stabbing him to death, either in retaliation or self-defense. And that's where you can, apparently you can still see the blood on the walls. In the basement? In the basement. And they tested it, and they said it is apparently real blood. What? <laughs> did it? This was when it was still operating, right? Like it was still a, a functioning hospital. Yeah, that was in the what was it? 
I want to say the seventies, maybe before it shut down. Damn, their their sunshine cleaning crew just completely missed <laughs> that whole area. <laughs> what the hell? That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, it shut down like previously, like like right after that incident was probably one of the last major incidents. After that, the only incident that occurred was when it became a rehab facility. It became a rehab facility after it was a hospital? After it was a hospital, it shut down for several years, and then they reopened it in the 80s as a rehab facility. And apparently, one of the guys had, he was on drugs or something, and he came up, he started knocking, trying to get into the facility, and they never let him in. Some people say the nurse fell asleep and didn't hear the door. I don't know. But he ended up dying on the footsteps. From an overdose? They came out in the morning, and they found him dead on the footsteps, on the doorsteps. Oh yeah, I think it was. Uh, I might get be getting confused. Though. I think it was like in their ER area or what used to be the ER area. Probably is where they found them. But it was right out, outside. It was outside, right outside. Yeah. yeah, that's insane, man. So that place definitely has some history. That place, honestly, and the Magnolia have the most history. Oh yeah, if you look at them, uh, like pictures, or even like if you're watching like a documentary on that place. It's creepy as shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it looks like something, like, out of the Hills Have Eyes or our House on Haunted Hill type stuff. Like, there's, there's some bad stuff there. Hell, yeah. So, we got that coming up. Um, one thing I want to talk about is cryptids. What's up with the, the cryptid universe lately? Um, well, it's pretty much fairly the same. Fairly the same? <laughs> yeah. I seen, I was watching a show the other day, it had some kind of, I seen a picture, apparently it was a cryptid of like a dog, it looked like a dog with horns. I wouldn't doubt it, man, like there's so many, there's so many random like... You believe uh, in a jackalope? A jackalope? You know what a jackalope Like is? the one from like funny rabbit uh, America's Funniest Home Videos? Like the little bunny <laughs> rabbit, it looks like it has horns? Yeah. Yeah. I thought those were real. <laughs> For real? <laughs> I did. I thought those were real, man. That's crazy. I think just because of America's Funniest Home Videos, because it would run around the state. Are they show clips of it? Like teasing one of the co-hosts. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was a real thing. Is it a real thing? I thought it was. I thought a jackalope was a real <laughs> thing. It's hard because it's not a real thing. It's like, it's like a, a rabbit, like a unicorn, or a rabbit with a, with a unicorn's horn. A jackalope is a mythical animal of North American folklore. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, correct me. I thought it was real. <laughs> but is a jackalope real? It would sound and probably look like if it was a real thing. I, I would think. I'm pretty sure I've seen a jackalope somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, cryptids, it's, it's crazy because a lot of it is just... What mainstream science doesn't believe in, you know? Yeah. Um, and even at that, that's kind of like a, a thin line of, hey, it's like a gray area people love to talk about. But it's all just, to, to mainstream science, it's, it's, all, it's all just... Uh, what about a Yeti? You think a Yeti's real? Yeah, hell yeah. I think like Yeti and Bigfoot, they're the same, but just in a different climate. Just, yeah, right? different climate. Like that, the, it's the Bigfoot Yeti and then uh, the Yowie, which Yowie. is from like Australia. Um, or, yeah, dude, that, there has to be. 
And I'm pretty sure, like, the government already knows and, like, they've covered it up. Uh, like I said last time, like, same thing, like, with Giants. Um, there's just, there, there's so much video evidence. Uh, the only crazy thing is that they've never found a body. You know, so it's like these, it's either these creatures are incredibly smart to get rid of their their deceased loved ones or the government's coming in and just swooping them up and them throwing up them somewhere, them. probably trying to reanimate them and send them into war. <laughs> you go, go across like a whole platoon full of like fucking yetis and Bigfoots. Fucking yetis and Bigfoots and then I'm the fucking war, the fucking Ukraine. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I would not doubt that. But yeah, it's, that's basically what a cryptid is. It's something that mainstream science doesn't believe in. Uh, usually it's uh, anything that has to do with folklore. Um, like Bigfoot, Yeti, Yowie, uh, the Jersey Devil, the Mothman. Out of all the cryptids, what cryptid do you like the most or have interest in the most? Hmm. I'd have to say Bigfoot because he's the most popular. Yeah. yeah, like even when we we're in when Ohio and Kentucky, and we were driving down the highways. I was looking, I was looking. I was like, I want to see a face, you know. I want to see something. But I mean, they're all they're they're all over the place. They're all over the United States in like thick wooded areas. They're all over Canada. Uh, I mean, like I said, they're that's crazy. I remember when I was younger. Uh, my cousin Brandon will call here shortly. He was. They were driving to their house, which was out in the woods one time. It was a townhouse out in the woods, and they said they seen like a white monkey-looking thing swinging through the trees in Ohio. What? Yeah. I don't think Bigfoot swing though. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was fucking something. Maybe it was like a Mokele on Bedway. The fuck is a Mokele on Bubale? Just another cryptid. <laughs> what what um, is that? <laughs> Uh, I just played. No, that's the Mokelium Bebway is like a prehistoric dinosaur. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Um, kind of like a what's that dinosaur called? I forgot that Disney movie. <laughs> I don't even know if it's Disney. Um, the dude with the long neck. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Dude, you don't know what that is? What is it? You remember that movie? What is it, Long Neck? The Brontosaurus or whatever? It's like the Loch Ness Monster, kind of, sort of. I don't remember. you yeah. never seen Land Before Time? Oh, Land, yeah, Land Before yeah, Time? Yeah, with Littlefoot. Oh, that movie? Yeah, he's a Long Neck. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, with the with the, the Triceratops That's Sarah a, and the Petrie. We're like totally going off track right now. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like even, I mean, even the chupacabra, you know, that's that's a, considered a cryptid. I mean, dude, I used to be so scared of that when I was little. Especially, chupacabra? Yeah, especially, especially here. living here in El Paso. Yeah, that's oh, like a big. I remember when I was a little, big. probably like the early 1990s, and they actually would like legit put it on the news about areas around El Paso where they would suggest that they had uh, either. Chupacabra attacks on on livestock are people witnessing this damn thing running across their field or chasing it down a road and it was like it was so crazy that my grandparents bought me a shirt I had this 
crazy goat sucker on the front. It was scary shit, dude. <laughs> like, I was, like, legit going to sleep at night, praying that this fucking thing didn't come into my room and drink all my blood. That's trippy. Yeah, it was... It it's was, like a little fucking vampire, dude. Like a little mini vampire. Yeah, but it's, like, more like a dog, kind of, with, like, goat-sucking abilities. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was pretty crazy. But, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of cryptids. I mean, like, even... Like, Yuri, mermaid? Is a mermaid a cryptid? I would consider a mermaid a cryptid. Do you think a mermaids are real? Well, I saw Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, you see a lot of stuff on, on the internet about, like, them finding, like, skeletal remains of stuff. A lot of times they'll say, oh, well, it was, like, something already set up, or they put, uh... Of, like fish bones on top of like human bones or something. I don't know. And I wouldn't doubt it. People, people are weird. People are weird yeah. as shit, you know? But I mean, there's also been legit footage and it makes you wonder. It makes you question. Um, it's... Uh, Is it real? I mean, it, I mean, especially when it comes to cryptids, there's some that you're kind of just like, okay, this is outrageous. You know, like you're, you're kind of just blowing smoke up by everybody's asses. And there's a lot of other things that you're just like, yeah, you know, I can kind of see how this might exist, especially with a lot of the regions of the world we still haven't even really explored. And a lot of it's because the terrain or just the elements that are surrounding are super intense. So we don't know what can survive out there or what's been there for hey, thousands anything, of years. Anything can survive if you watch Naked and Afraid. <laughs> God, dude, I just started watching that like uh, two days ago. I saw a couple episodes and I, I got hooked. Dude, you get hooked real fast. Yeah. Like, I, and Jessica was like, what are you watching? I was like, Austin told me to watch Naked and Afraid, so I'm, I'm checking it out. I think I, I probably spent like a good eight hours watching Naked and Afraid on Did TV. Did you watch the Naked and Afraid XL? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, with the whole team where it's like a team group. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the new one or the old one last uh, season? I don't know. I think one... like The one new was one's in, in the Arctic area. Like, one was in Texas. One was in Minnesota. Uh, um, I saw one where it was in Honduras. Dude, you got to watch the XL version, though. It's like it's like three or four different teams, and they're like in different areas. But, dude, if people can survive in the wild naked, trust me, everybody can survive. <laughs> I know, man. There's a lot of bitch-ass people. <laughs> They don't want to deal with stuff like that. I was tripping out because I was like, damn, they're not walking around with shoes, man. Like, it's just bare feet. Dude, barefoot, yeah. no clothes. I'd have, I would have to like build up a good amount of leaves and just like time to my feet at least. I wonder if like all the noises you hear there, like you hear the animal noises, but do you think they ever hear noises that aren't there? Paranormal noises? I'm pretty sure, man. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that they witness out there or... Even here, it's you go out there and like run across like the owl man or the lizard man, yeah. depending on where you're at. Dude, I seen some weird shit. They're not weird shit, but it's got weird vibes. When I was in Afghanistan, even like I went to the Queen's Palace where I got lit up by freaking fifty cal bullets from the Russians, and even being there, it was like whoa. You could see the bullets on the wall, and it's like a whole entire fortress, or like a palace. And it's just like you're walking through there just imagining like all the people that probably died when they attacked that place. Dude, I bet that place was super haunted. Yeah. We well, wanted to walk through, but they were like, nah, you can just walk around the outside. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you walk through, this is like a super sacred piece of land for them. Like, you're going <laughs> to stir up some shit. Yeah, even even in that region of the world, um, a big thing with them is the gin. 
they believe in like genies, you yeah. know, and, and there's paranormal investigators on that side of the world that go out and they investigate these old uh, historical areas throughout that region and they see some wild shit. Like they, those are... Those are supernatural entities that you don't want to fuck with. They're UFOs or people flying around on fucking carpets and shit. <laughs> Bunch of Robin Williams running around. Blue genies. Yeah, no, nah, it's 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 wild out there, dude. That's a whole different different area of, of paranormal. And hopefully one day, you know, we can go out there and experience that too. I just know the equipment cost is gonna be expensive. Just to get our stuff out there. Oh, dude, that's going to be insane. That's when we're like a million followers deep. Right now, we're only like, what, half a million? I don't know. <laughs> I would love to think. Uh, everybody subscribe. Subscribe and listen to our yeah, stuff. Yeah, subscribe. Check out the YouTube Watch our, channel. Yeah. Supernatural Quest Seekers. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. I should have said that in the beginning. Like, subscribe, comment. Share. Share. Show your mama, show your grandma. Show your daddy, show your sister. Yeah, show all the cryptids. <laughs> but oh. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, I mean, I can I can go into cryptids all day. That's like that's like a big fascination of mine, and even in the field and like what we do right now, you can so consider that. You see cryptids. To me, like I feel like, to me, my personal opinion is like ghosts are cryptids. Well, yeah. That's kind like, of like they, they kind of fall into the same subject, you know. It's all just, uh, I mean, it's the same thing you see. I don't know, like, in my own opinion, I don't know if a ghost is somebody that passed away here or if it's another entity or being that we can't see. Or what would you believe more, though? Would you believe in that ghost exists or that I believe that's another, exist. I believe that that's another ent- entity. Like a cryptid? Like, I don't, I don't know. My personal opinion is I don't believe ghosts, I don't know. I'm kind of like on the, on the sideline as whether or not ghosts are people that passed away or if it's another entity that we can't comprehend. Maybe it could be like uh, different types of uh, densities or dimensions that we, Just we can't see. Can't see you know? the fourth dimension. Maybe when we die, we go to a different density. And yeah. like you just exist on that plane, and you, yeah, and us you being in the third dimension, on another fourth dimension. Like they say, um, when you when you hear about stories about people that get into um, close encounters, what is that? Close encounters, of the fourth kind or fifth kind? Like when you're actually dealing with like one on one interactions with aliens, mm-hmm. and whatever whatever it's called, I forgot. But it's like. Um, Damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the entities, the different planes. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about all this stuff and it kind of just like mashed all together. But yeah, like let's say like you die, right? Maybe uh, because they say when you're having these close encounters, they say, oh, well, Earth or our solar system is the only third dimensional solar system in the whole entire galaxy, right? Yeah. Everybody else exists on like a f- the fifth plane or higher. And a, and what they say is a lot of these extraterrestrials all kind of really just associate on the fifth plane. And we can't... Copper even. Yeah, we can't even function on that level. You know, we're not even at that level yet. We're at like radio frequencies and like satellite frequencies. and. 
Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of legit stuff. There's probably other frequencies that we have no oh, yeah. clue. Dude, there's so I mean, especially if it's like a a civilization that's way more advanced than us, like they're probably so in tune with like mental stuff. Like we're not gonna hear shit like that. Yeah. You know? We're fucking imbeciles. Basically. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, that's the goal of this this whole thing is to go into ghost hunting, um, cryptids... With the know. open mind, like... Yeah. I mean, nothing's shit. Nothing's off the table. You don't, you don't know... Some stuff we might find, we across. might debunk. Yeah. We, I mean... I'm pretty sure. I mean, we haven't found anything. There's a lot of stuff we can if we really like wanted to actually like break everything down. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, where's the fun in that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just keep everybody wondering. Coming back for more. So, yeah. With that last episode that we shot, uh, was it episode two? We went into different things. We went to Bobby Mackey's. Even on the first episode, I think I went into some of my stories about places where I lived. Um, my cousin Brandon, he actually lived at the same house that I lived in, and he told me he has some stories. And then he also has his take on Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. So uh, let's give him a call and let's talk to Brandon. Brandon. He's a good guy, man. I had a lot of fun with him on the Bobby Mackey investigation. Uh, had a lot of laughs. Uh, there was a room that we investigated uh, together, and uh, it was it was fun. His his take on a lot of stuff was not only, home, man. not only mind altering for me because I was still coming into this pretty brand new, but he's been on a few investigations himself already with he his went, team. Yeah, that's what I want to hear too. I want to hear his take on Shawshank, the prison, the he man's went to Shawshank. Yeah, dude, he went the man's. Where the hell is Shawshank? In Ohio, that's the prison we were going to go to. Remember? I don't know. I mean, I saw the movie, but I don't remember where it was. Uh, Ohio. That's the the Ohio State Reformatory that we were going to go oh, to. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's the same a, place they shot Shawshank. Yeah, that, that's a that's an awesome movie. You know, <laughs> I love the movie. I love the movie. It's it's crazy. But I didn't know that was a place you can actually go investigate. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that, I think it's expensive, bro. Dude, he got the whole thing free. How the hell did he do that? I'll let him tell you. I got the whole thing <laughs> fucking free, dude. All right, let's call Brandon. All right, let's give him a call. Ring a ling. Hello, hello. What's up? How's it going? It's going. It's going. It's going. <laughs> we were just talking. Uh, we we're talking about uh, how you got Shawshank for free. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, kind of caring the hell out of them. Oh, there's a story there. <laughs> yeah, where do I start? <laughs> I don't know. What happened? How'd you even get into Shawshank? So what happened was it was during, like, really the peak of COVID. And I, 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 I called them up. I, you know, I had the de- uh, deposit down. So I had my spot reserved. And... They uh, had to, like, terminate my position because of, like, COVID hit really bad that time. So they were like, well, we're going to have to postpone it for another couple months and see how it goes. And I said, okay, uh, understandable. And then the next time it happened, uh, that they actually called me and said, hey, we got to reschedule you again. And mind you, I have, like, 
13 people with me. So people are calling off work and doing all that other stuff. And I, I kind of told them, like, listen, I can't, we can't postpone it. Well, the reason why they postponed it was because COVID, they weren't supposed to have, like, a Halloween night at, Shaw, at Shawshank. Uh, right. So, yeah. So that night, they ended up putting up all their Halloween decorations overnight. So from, like, 6 in the morning. So they were like, oh, fuck, we got an investigation. No, no, they didn't care. They wanted to, they called me to tell me we'll have to reschedule because we're doing the Halloween thing. And I pretty much told them, no, you know, this is the second time. And so they had no other choice but to reschedule me. And so the manager calls me back like, like 10 minutes later and goes, Hey, Mr. Bass, I'm sorry about, you know, the, the issues. And so what we're going to do for you is free gas, free food, what? free stay. <laughs> I swear. It was, it was a Saturday. It would have been like $3,500. Damn, man, you a politician? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I care in them pretty good. <laughs> How was it, though? Did, did you find anything? So, not really. The place was kind of a bust. Like Bobby Mac. Uh, oh, Bobby Mac. It, it was probably worse than Bobby Mac. No way. Yeah, I wouldn't do Shawshank. I mean, we had quite a bit of people, and um, that's, I, if you, that's nah. what we were talking about the last episode is from from here going out. We want to go to places at least five or less. Yeah, small five, group. maybe six to six or less. You think? Because, you think because of the size of your group that might have affected it? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I do because it's hard to hear with everybody running around talking too. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's more like, don't get me wrong. I believe in ghosts and stuff like that, obviously, but I feel like it's a lot to do with like your head. Like, I think you see a lot more, you're more scared when you're with you're more less people, right? With less people around. And I feel like if it's just like a handful of like less than five people and you guys split up, it's a lot scarier and your like emotions and your anxieties running high. And I feel like that, that really helps out with the investigation. Yeah. That's what we were talking about last week when we were talking about Bobby Mackey's, we would definitely be down to go to Bobby Mackey's again, but with a small group. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? What was your take on Bobby Mackey's? Like one to ten. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's count one to ten. One to ten. I'd give Bobby's a two or a three. What? Yeah, I'd probably do the same. Well, <laughs> compared. Hey, listen. Compared to Waverly, Waverly's a ten. What? What had you about Waverly? What had me, dude? Everything, dude. Everything was going on, man. The, the lights were the coming feeling. off and off. Dude, when you walked in, didn't you feel excited? I felt excited and everything. I felt everything. You guys went me. together? Yeah. You went? Dude, yeah. You didn't want to leave. Yeah. When you walk in that place, you're like, oh, gosh. Like, what is you're excited yeah. running high. Well, and we actually had quite a bit of people, too. What would you feel like intensity-wise? Like, when you're, when you're outside looking at the building, like, what would you feel? Dude, it's you overwhelming. Oh, it, it was, yeah, over, definitely overwhelming, excited. And like, cause you don't know what to expect, you know, for that night. And it was, oh my gosh, it's a feeling hey, that 
one question. Did you turn your flashlight on in the, ba- in, the in the body shoot? <laughs> Dude, I've heard so much about this. Dude, yeah. When we were sitting there, my flashlight turned on and off. Yeah. Well, what really got me, I don't know if you, have you talked about Waverly in your uh, previous podcast? Uh, just briefly. Briefly. We touched yeah. on it. Oh, just a little touch. Well, listen to this shit. Uh, uh, when we were in the, well, I think it was the chapel, and that had that table on it, and we put the flashlight on it, right? And in the beginning, uh, the lady who owned it, she doesn't own it uh, anymore. The city actually owns it. Did you hear about that, too? Yeah, I heard about all that noise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a bunch of, like, court and stuff going on. But anyway, um, so Jacob puts the flashlight on the table, right? Turns it off. I think it was either you or Jacob that did that. And you're not supposed to antagonize ghosts. They said, don't cuss at them, don't yell at them. Well, Jacob did it anyway. And he was like, well, move the effing flashlight, right? Yeah. And the flashlight... Rolls. Flew off the table, bro. It didn't, blow it didn't fly off, but it well, didn't It roll. rolled off the table really fast. <laughs> And then Matt screamed, and then he we looked up, and he said he saw a, a blonde nurse with a white hat walk past the window. No way. Bro, yeah. And then we were on the other end of Waverly, and all of a sudden, we heard like a bunch of metal like slamming on the ground, bro. Sorry. All the way across the... Fucking and this place Hill. is like... Dude, it kind of looks like it. It's like a giant... Dude, bat it looks line. like... Like, it's crazy. When you pull up to this place, you're just... So like mesmerized, and you're just like, what the you hell? You guys didn't like, get video footage, video, <laughs> video footage. Well, we didn't. It was more of an experience thing. We didn't. Yeah, all we, we had, we was were in flat. novices. We were going into it as like, hey, this is noobs. This is noobs. Dude, you got to record <laughs> something. That we still had Dude, smartphones at we that time. We recorded stuff, but I don't know. Well, I guess my dad, uh, I, I'll send it to you. My dad actually caught. So, in the in this, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> she, yeah, when we, were, when we were up there, she was like, she was like, dude, wave of these crazy. She was like, follow me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, my mom was like, I thought she knew the fucking place. It was crazy. Right yeah. Bro, she was walking without a flashlight into dark ass rooms. I was like, where are you going? She's like, follow me. She's like, I got those glowing eyes like Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's she the key master? <laughs> What's that guy's name when he does that in the movie? But it's, Which one? it's Ghostbusters 2, right? When uh, mm. the the foreign guy, the one that wants to date the Sigourney Weaver's character, the one that works at the You know what I'm talking about? I know, I don't I forget his name, dude. Point he has the, a pin in him. That point in the movie where he his eyes end up glowing like flashlights when he's trying to look around a dark room. <laughs> yeah, that's fatty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was walking through there and I told my mom, I was, hey, you're going to cut this shit out. Or you're going to go back downstairs and you're not going to come in here. Stop messing around. Stop playing. I was like, She's a Dr. Lankman. <laughs> Bro, she was acting nutty. Yeah, but it, I mean, it made the experience a lot more fun, too, though. Dude, there were several times, like even walking through the halls, dude. Like I thought I seen someone to the right of me, and dude, I freaked out and I started running. I was like, "Oh, dude, go, go, get the fuck out of here!" Would you guys, speaking about Waverly, if you guys ever had the opportunity to go yes. investigate Waverly by yourself without any flashlights, would you do it? 
We, we, well, yeah, but I don't want to know about it. Yeah, would you? I mean, I'll, I'll go with, like, obviously I want to go with people. You know, yeah. it's it's a lot. You don't want to go by yourself. It's kind of boring. I mean, it's, it's I a mean, big building. It's boring. You'd be scared as fuck if you go by yourself. It's not boring, but you would want to have, you know, somebody else with, experience it with. Right, and what actually if, talk and hang out. What if you're, like, doing it, like, live? Live? Yeah, like if you're doing like Facebook Live or yeah, know, whatever other platforms out there. I mean, yeah, I would do it. I would have like everybody wait outside or wait in that lobby area. <laughs> Dude, we're going. You know what? I'll tell you what, that's one thing we're going to do. We're definitely, we're, we got these three, we're going to three in November, right before I leave and come back to Ohio. But we're going to schedule once the openings open up, the first bookings that come in, I want to say spring or summer, we're definitely going to get it for Waverly. Are yeah, we're, we're going to have to like... You're down, right? We're going to have to like stay on that. Like when it, when they open up, like like if it's like Twilight coming out on DVD, like we're going to have to be... <laughs> oh, honest. bro, yeah. I mean, dude, it, it, it was insane because like I remember when I first booked Waverly, it was nothing. Now if you try to book Waverly... Within like five, five minutes. Five minutes, it's all booked up. Yeah, insane. dude. It's like trying to get a PS5 or an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Can I, uh, can I buy your uh, used ticket? You got to you gotta have like three or four different devices set up and just keep refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Even like the, a couple days before we even looked up, you know, because they had like a tie... It was like a countdown to the next, you know, available... Um, tickets whatever and dude i was even hunting them down too i was like i had that on my taskbar on my computer every every time i'd get on i'd see how far away or yeah, the when count they, when the next thing is, dude, and it flew out like that bro like, yeah i even called and you called before i did and it was like literally five to ten minutes between and they said oh sorry we're all booked up you know what i believe i believe that they booked it up before dude, the time I, went out, I don't know. Something weird happened. You're, you can't tell me that that many ghost investigators booked in that fast. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, it's different now because they have a different management. You know what I mean? They have different. They actually go off the city now. But the city wanted a piece of that money, so they, you know, they had to. Yeah. She they took it to court and took it from her, and now she's trying to fight to get it back. But. I heard it was like a bunch of like tax fraud stuff, but I'm not I'm not 100 percent on that. For Waverly? Yeah, dude, it's some weird a whole bunch. The owner of it, dude. Owner. It was like a little old lady. She would go up there every night, all close the way the up to the place. top by herself, and close the doors and lock up. Yeah, but that's just the outside. No, the inside. Yeah, she would close by it. herself. Yeah. Yes, she would. She even said she'd walk through the door of the hallways and say, "Please don't jump out and scare me." And they said that they got used to her, and they stopped doing it. How they used to like try to scare her and stuff. Probably in her fifties, maybe early sixties. Oh, so she still had some kicking time. <laughs> yeah, she still had some kicking time. <laughs> some kicking time, <laughs> like some time. Oh yeah. <laughs> in, one of the, in one of the early episodes we did, Brandon, I was talking about Gregory. Oh, the old Gregory Lane. The old house. Remember that every... the story that I told where oh, my yeah. uh, stepdad? I heard him drop the keys on the table and come yeah. inside, but. Nobody you want to hear something there. scarier? Hell yeah. So, when I was a kid, me and my brother, we, me and Austin can bag me up on this, me and my brother always shared a room up until we became pretty much young adults. Right? Yeah, facts. We, no, since we moved up. <laughs> since we moved up your house, yeah. <laughs> since we, we were like 17, 18 by the time we, well, yeah, we never had our own room until we moved out of, you know, out of our parents' house at the age of 18. But anyway, 
so I had this window side in the back room, and the window's up high. So the only way to reach this window is if you had a ladder. Yeah, there were high okay. windows. We were younger back then. High, high-ass windows. And so my bed was a lot, a, along the wall. So like on my like my uh, it was my left side, the window was up on the wall. So I had my bed pushed up against the wall, and the window was above it on my side. And my brother was kind of was on the other side, so about five feet, and then the bed was like diagonal, right? And so my brother, we had the light off at bedtime, and my brother looks up, bolts out of the room, doesn't say nothing, just bolts out of the room. What the fuck? I'm like. What the hell happened? What's going on? And you know, every man for himself. Be, right, right. And, and being a kid, you know, if you're, oh, close your eyes, fake sleeping, <laughs> they they can't touch you, right? Yeah. Tuck your feet in the blanket. The monsters can't tickle your bunions, you know. And so, my dad comes in, turns the light on. He comes and grabs me and sends me to the living room. And no one tells me. No one told me the story until my grandfather. So, mine and Austin's grandfather is a preacher. Yeah. Right. So he's got the holy water and stuff I don't like know that. If you know, my grand my grandpa was a preacher. He's a minister. Thanks. And so preacher, preacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The word of God. Okay. And he came with holy water and started putting crosses above the doorways and arches and the windows. And right after that, they told me what what happened. And what happened was, is my brother looked up above my bed in the window, like outside, but in the window of a a black face with wings with glowing red eyes what dude that's trippy because like we stayed in the same room right like my room was the same room as your room oh i don't remember dude (laughs) because it was in the back right the far back but this was outside right the window yeah the window was on the outside but the far back room i had like kind of an experience one night where i woke up in the middle of the night and i kept seeing black figures walk around the outside of the windows but there was only one window and it was like up high where the hell did you guys live? It was a, it was a, just a regular old house, dude. Yeah, it was weird, man. I'm telling you. Did you ever see anything like yourself? No. This, I mean, this was when I was probably was younger. Ten, less than ten years old. How? What's the age difference between the two of you? I'm twenty. I'm twenty-seven. <laughs> Couple months. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you remember that picture that there's a picture too, and that was cast in that basement where you could see a white outline of like the whole entire family. Did you ever see it? No, I've never seen You've that never photo. Never seen that photo? No. Damn, dude, you were left out. I am. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I'm. Sure, I'm leaving this family over oh, all these secrets, man. <laughs> All these deepy darkies. Deepy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Nah, but man, I mean, what got you guys into ghost hunting? I know Austin, I mean, was kind of into it. You know, he, he Austin kind of opened the door uh, for me to actually, because going to Waverly was my first actual ghost hunt experience, oh, and shit. I fell in love with it right away. Jimmy. Okay, well, now I'm not going with you anymore. Because you're being weird. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but I mean... Hey, Barley's going to call I, you a creep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're being weird. Stop being weird. That's your cousin, you sicko. She's like, you guys on episode one and two are super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You better cuddle me tonight. I saw this coming from the girl that says, man. <laughs> but, so what do you... What, so I definitely want to go back to Waverly. I mean... 
do you Austin? You're like be honest. Do you feel like you want to go back? Like it's it wants it wants you back. Hundred percent. Thousand percent. Right. I I think about it all the time. Like I want to go back. We were gonna go, but we just we fucked around. No, but it got booked super super fast. We fucked around. We thought it was gonna. We didn't think it was gonna get booked up as fast as it did. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with too with Bobby Mackey's. It's. I even looked, I researched after, you know, the night before we, like the night after, excuse me, the night after we went and they even said that you won't get everything, like you won't get anything some nights. Like some, they said some nights are like completely bone dry dead. That's what I was saying (laughs) on the first episode. We are like, like the actual real first episode, not the intro, but I felt like like the person that was like guiding us and like giving us the tour kind of gave off a vibe that was like, you're not probably going to find anything. Yeah. But I think, I think, um, if you want to be like, I mean, yeah, of course it's like they say, you have to investigate multiple places multiple times just so that way because you never know there's there's going to be some times where where no one i mean if you're a ghost if i was a ghost and i saw random ass people come in day and night i'd be like dude chill out you're like go away like there's right like i'm going to bed yeah like like, i'll I'll fuck with you later you know taking my ghost snaps right but i mean i think i think that's how it is you know um it it, sometimes it's going to be hit or miss like like yeah these ghosts need playing you know, and, and I think I really, really, really do think that it, a lot of it has to do with the energy that people bring in. And not only that, but a lot of it might I would consider could kind of be astrological at some point. Well, here's the thing, too, is do you guys here's one thing I didn't ask and I should have. Do you guys carry like a memento, like a do you have like a. What's that? Um, uh, like an angel with it's like a coin. Kind of like a charm. Angels. Yeah. Do you have like a Christian? Like, do you do you have a cross in your pocket? Do you like keep that stuff on you when you go to these investigations? I, I would say Austin would be his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine would be mine would be like uh, my Nikes. No, but that's what we but, do. No, no. At the very that's end not, of each investigation, we do like our prayer thing where we do but that's not okay but so that's yeah not what i'm talking about not like a possess i'm talking about like like an actual charm saint michael's charm. yeah necklace you know what i mean yeah so like for me personally i i do have a, a saint michael's charm that i've worn all my life since i was a baby um do you wear did you wear it i have not worn it on any investigations but i feel because I'm really attached religious. to like to not not necessarily religious, but I believe. I mean, I believe there's a heaven. I believe there's a hell. Right. I, I believe in all that type of stuff. Uh, I'm not. I'm not the first one to go to church every Sunday, you know. But I no, believe in that stuff, yeah. you know. And and I think that plays a factor into. I don't see. I don't. I don't know it. because I've always been a believer in that stuff. And when we went to Waverly, my dad was even there, and he goes to church pretty much every Sunday. Yeah. So I don't think that has to do with anything. But like, here's the thing: when we went to Shawshank, I brought my buddy Derek along, uh, really good friend of mine, and he he had a, like a pendant, you know what I mean, like one of those rosary things, and he had it on it right on his neck, and the whole. I mean, we caught a little bit, but nothing that we can say for sure that it was haunted. Um, bro, we didn't, all we had was walkie talkies and flashlights, man. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, well, we should take it to our next investigation are crystals. Crystals? Crystals. Or, crystal <laughs> <laughs> or we can. We want to do drugs on a fucking investigation? Dude, you know, that shit be you know, how, you know how they say, especially in San Antonio uh, with the, the Black Swan Inn? Yeah. That whole area is built on top of limestone. And limestone, they say, is a big like energizer for paranormal activity. So if we went into one of these places with limestone crystals around our necks, we might get hey, some Hey, question. Energy. Is Waverly Hills, is that like by a creek, any running water? Yeah, I think it's close to a river in Louisville. Because I know river running water gives off a lot of energy, like spiritual energy. And it's like almost, they, they you know what I mean? Yeah. And it gives them that energy to do that. But I mean, if, we if you want to do crystal meth and a ghost hunt, we can play peekaboo. <laughs> no, I mean, we can, do it. we can make it happen. <laughs> no, it's yeah, you just walk and get high as hell. But like peekaboo, so, you see uh, me, I see you. That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, we'll go ahead and uh, get ready to get off here. Before we get off here, hey, uh, what was, what's your most craziest ghost experience? My craziest ghost experience. Oh, uh, it would have to be. Okay, yeah, when I lived in in Hamilton, when I had my apartments up on Gordon Smith, I was laying down, so my buddy stayed the night, so he slept on the floor, right, right in my room, because we were playing video games, this is when we were young, you know, we've mm-hmm. been my best friend since childhood, you know, no homo, we're not gay, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, no, we're, I'm sitting there laying in my bed, and I'm looking towards, in the bathroom, and I see a white face in the corner of the you know, the bathroom ceiling, kind of in the doorway, you know, in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that, you know? And I'm just looking at it. And then I seen a hand hold on to the doorway. What? And I'm looking at, I'm, I'm looking at me and my buddy ain't talking, right? He's facing that way. I'm facing that same way. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there staring at it. And dude, it's giving me goosebumps. He goes, hold on. what's up? I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, okay, no, good. He goes, do you see that? And in my, my stomach sank. My, Because we didn't talk about it. Yeah. We were just laying there going to sleep. And I'm sitting there looking at it. And he goes, do you see that? And I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, the face of the doorway. He, he freaked out and jumped in my bed and jumped on top of me and kicked me out of my bed. Do you not remember when you got possessed? What? Oh, you're talking about... Oh. <laughs> was, was, this, was this a drunk night? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Know, there was some alcohol weird. involved. It was a weird night. It was a weird night. But if 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 let's say if I was drunk, if if you're be, if being drunk gives you superpowers, then yes. <laughs> yeah, shit. Alcohol definitely gives you superpowers. I don't know. It was, well, it was it was beyond this world. It was weird. So and I and here's the thing. I remember it too. So I wasn't that drunk, right? So I was what sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. We're at. Uh, Austin's friend's house and she her baby wasn't there so baby was I think with her grandparents that night oh. and we're, we're we're sitting in the room and I'm drinking everyone's drinking yeah. but for this some house, reason I this started, house has a history though okay. it's old it's old yeah. it's old house there's the little kids there so they seen like a dark figure in the closet before dude yeah you gotta believe that shit if a little kid's telling you they see some stuff and that's legit yeah, they're not gonna lie about that. Yeah. So, 
we all start drinking and like kind of having a good time. And I kind of lead on to it a little bit, like into this like ghost shit. And he just takes off on a whole different route. <laughs> like, it, Bro, okay. I tried you, to play you, into you, it. It didn't work because he wasn't playing into it. He was on I a thought. different. He was on a different. Different plane. Yeah, he was like, on a different like, density than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could get on my level. No, no. So you want me to finish it, or do you do you know the? No, go ahead. Okay, so I had a necklace, right? I had a gold necklace. And I ripped it off my neck. Like, I grabbed the front of it and popped it off my neck. And then I broke it in, like, little tiny pieces. And that was the start of it. And then they, I think, how many people were holding me down? Dude, there was at least four people holding you down. And they were all, what, 18 plus? Yeah. We were right. all holding were... them down, like, in an attic. <laughs> and was like, I grabbed... Oh, freaking Bro, out. it was... Wait, and there what? was a, a giant wooden crib right next to me while they were holding me down i grabbed one of the legs and the and i picked the whole whole thing up by while that he, one leg while, he was laying on the ground. while they were holding me down i grabbed it and picked it up with one arm how heavy was this this was a big wooden crib like a baby crib. A, yeah uh one of those like old, those old ones, ones. The metal underneath with my left hand and i'm right-handed and i picked it up with one leg and the balance was perfect i, I wasn't like tossing and turning with it it Picked up straight up, and it was trippy because like this whole thing's going on, and I think I think he's like joking, like playing along with it. So I start playing into it too. And, like it, one of our friends picks me up and like slams my head back, and I hit the ground. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like it's it's it's, it's over. And then, but he's still going on, dude. Like tripping out. It was it was wild. But, and I was describing myself too. Remember? Yeah, I remember it. I was. Uh, so do you ever you ever watch the movie Green Mile? Yes. I love that movie. So, you know, um, the monster tart off it? Yeah. So, well, I forget his name, but the big black dude wearing the overalls? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I described pretty much him. What? Like, yeah. That's I, the big dude in overalls, and that's the thing big, the little kid's seen. Yeah. The kid I was a big dude him, overalls. Yeah. I was describing myself, and I did that. Like strength wise? No, like I was being like, possessed by that. You, like you he were was possessed? possessed by somebody that was of you. Like, put, you were possessed that. by Michael Clark Duncan? No, not Michael Clark Duncan, <laughs> but like somebody that was big in overalls and like that's the thing the little kid seen. Yeah, he was bald. Like Brandon he didn't was... know nothing about that. He didn't. I didn't no. give him no back history on like any of that. This was at your guys' house? No, this was at an old friend's house. Uh. I knew about it. I didn't know anything. I still don't know. I'm surprised. Wait, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know anything about it. Shout out I to Michael Clark Duncan. Rest in peace. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had it happen. With that said, uh, we'll crazy, go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Thank you for calling. Hey, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we're going to have to link up again, though, and do another investigation with you. Waverly. Hopefully. Man. Waverly. Waverly, man. That'll be our next stop for sure. But it's going to be what? Next year? No, nah, well, yeah, it's gonna be next year, but it's probably gonna be the start of the year. We're definitely going. It's not. It's not not gonna happen. And, it's gonna and happen. Here's here's another thing I would like to, to say. I think you get more activity when it, the weather's colder. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because we went to Waverly when it was still freezing. And if we go, it's five people tops. It's gonna be me, you, Jessica, Marlene, and Brandon. If you bring your significant other, that's it. Nobody else. Yeah, I don't know, man. Has, has she gone on investigation with you before? 
Yeah, she'd been to Shawshank with me. Oh, okay. And she said she's been touched, but that's for another day. Hey, I don't know. Marlene got touched. <laughs> I got touched. Hey, I dude, I touched, got touched, too. You got touched, too. I don't know. Yeah. It's a whole different I've never been touched. Touch. I want to be touched. I've been touched. It's, it's, I haven't I been know. touched in hey, years. Next, next time we go on an investigation, I'll touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, right man. See you. Bye. Later. Bye. That's funny. That's fun. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Oh, A lot man. of good stuff. Yeah. We're just three episodes deep into three this shit. Deep, still a lot more to go. I still haven't even gone the over surface, the rest of the footage from the Doniana County Jail, dude. Like, I still, I got to stop procrastinating. I got to go through the rest of the footage and see what else we picked up. Because there, hopefully, there's probably more stuff on there that, I, the camera that we put up on, uh, in the jail cell, mm-hmm. the one where we, where we put the, the laser grid, not the laser grid, but the, the shadow detector, like, yeah. I haven't even looked over that footage at it. all, dude. And I'm hoping, I really, 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 really hope that we found something. Because remember, when we left, we set it off at four just because of us. Yeah. But we got back, there was six. So, so I, I hope we picked up a shadow like spirit or fucking ghost of a cat or some shit. Something, man. You know? Something. There's a lot of stuff. I, there, I still got like... Probably two or three cameras left to go over. Um, but life is life and shit happens and we kind of get mistracked a little bit. But definitely, yeah, that's going to be a focus uh, when I get back um, from out of town at work to look over stuff like that. And who knows? Maybe we'll we'll shoot out some new content from what I found or... I don't know, man. Uh, I feel we'll like this, these investigations we do in November, we're definitely gonna catch some. Get definitely gonna catch some shit, and uh, dude, they're, they're, we're gonna hit stuff up before that. Be. We're, we're gonna get some house, some house, house calls, and yeah. I mean, I mean, if anybody wants us to investigate their place, if you're local or you know a couple hundred miles away from where we're at in El Paso, Texas, definitely give us a call. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, comment comment on our YouTube uh, channel. Um, even if it's like, hey, you know, can you come investigate my place? And then message us privately, send us an address, give us some information. But it has to be like legit stuff. Like, don't don't call us and say, oh, uh, I think I saw a ghost. You know, like give us some good stuff to go investigate on. Thanks. You know, um, help us out. You know, and and of course. We'll talk about it. Uh, we'll give you guys some good content, uh, like hopefully we've been doing. And I hope you guys enjoy the stuff that we've been talking about. And hopefully within the next weeks, we we can get some more stuff out there. Of course, we're going to do weekly podcasts. And I hope you guys uh, tune in and listen to what we have to say. Uh, a lot of times we clown around, but a lot of times it's you know factual stuff. And experiences that we've gone through in our investigation. So I hope you guys continue to follow us, uh, subscribe, and uh, let us know if there's something you want us to talk about. Or if you guys, you know, want to call in and and talk about your experiences yourself. We're we're totally open for stuff like that. Uh, Just shoot us a, a message and we'll be more than happy to get you guys on the show. Hell yeah. So with that said, hey, this is Supernatural Quest Seekers, episode three. I'm Austin. And I am...
Big Papa Fluff. We're your host with the motherfucking ghost. 